You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi and welcome to another episode of Honest AF with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. I liked it when we reversed it the other that last time. That was time. so funny. And I <laughs> even said, that's the audiogram. So, oh my gosh. So much has been going on. I can't believe I, first of all, I have to tell you, I'm sweating bullets with the fact that you're leaving town for a while. I, I feel like I haven't seen you in like a month and it's been a week and a half or something. And No, I think it's weeks. been a couple weeks. It's been yeah? two weeks, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. We're so addicted to each other at yes. this point. <laughs> so let's see what's been going on. So much has been going on. I spent, okay. So, you know, my mom had knee replacement yes. surgery. She should have done it years ago because she hurt herself dancing years and years ago. She tore her meniscus and they told her they were going to repair it. And then she never did it. And she just kind of let it go. And over the years, it it got worse and worse. And now she needed a brand new knee. They had to do a total knee replacement, which was a nightmare. And, you know, my mom lives in Palm Springs. So Frankie and I went out there for her surgery to go and take care of her. You know, she lives alone and on the um, second floor. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> oh my God. so freaking crazy. So Frankie and I decided we would drive out there. And so my God, Barb. So I set my alarm and I said to Frankie, you know what? Let's just get up really early in the morning and we'll just drive out there and be there for her for when she's done with surgery to take care of her. So I set my alarm and my alarm goes off in the morning. Yeah. And I wake up and I'm so discombobulated. I keep hitting the button and it won't turn off. And I'm hitting it and I'm hitting it and I'm hitting it and it will not turn off. Gilby goes, for fuck's sake, turn that alarm <laughs> right? off. It gets and up I go, and gets- I'm trying. It won't turn off. I don't know what's wrong with it. So then I just unplug it. And it keeps going. Oh, it's still going. And I'm like, what's wrong with it? It's possessed. And then I realize, oh my God, what is wrong with me? I've gotten old. I haven't used a proper alarm that's plugged into a wall in years. <laughs> it's my phone. It's my phone. I'm such an idiot. Oh, that's so funny. So I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? Does that happen to you? I wake up in the morning sometimes. I'm so discombobulated. I have no idea what's going on. I do. I have felt like that a lot lately because school's out for almost two weeks now with Sabbath. Yeah. And when I don't have like that routine <laughs> of having to get up at a certain time, and go, I've been staying up late, yeah. which is not like me. I've been staying up really late I've been sleeping in and now I have those blackout curtains and it's like literally I have no idea what day of the week it is what time of day it is it's just craziness I I know I do the same thing like we stay up late every night especially now that all these like new shows have released their new seasons oh I haven't I need to catch up like we totally binged the Ozarks now we're binging um, Peaky Blinders which I'm so excited that it's back I still have never watched it and I promised Glenn Hughes that I would start it he told me exactly started in the third season it's so which good. episode I've not watched it I haven't been watching television at all because Sabbath the minute Zach's away he 
he's like, can I sleep in your room? So I let him sleep in the room with me because I don't like him all the way on the other side of the house. It's just he and I. And it's so funny because Frankie and I still do that to this day. I, I like know you Gilby's do. out of town, she comes over and sleeps in the bed with me. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, I yeah. kind of, I, I like it, but I turn the lights out and the TV off and sometimes I'll read. But other than that, I'm not literally watching TV because that'll wake him up. So speaking of sleeping in bed together with your kid, I can't even tell you how awkward this was. So Frankie and I, we went to go see my mom and we helped her all throughout the day. And then in the, at nighttime, I just went to a hotel. Right. And Frankie and I, because <laughs> I can't sleep at my mom's house because there's just really no room for the two of us. Thanks, Crocodile, for farting in the studio. It's really nice <laughs> to you. So we went to this hotel and I don't understand why hotel walls are so thin, but oh no, there were two guys fully going at it in oh, the hotel nice. room next to us. I mean, going at it for hours. And Frankie and I were dying. We were laughing <laughs> so hard because we could hear everything. everything. And we were like, oh, my God, get off already and stop. <laughs> And then they stopped for an hour and I was like, thank God, now we can go to sleep and I can turn the TV off because the louder they got, the louder my TV got. I kept turning so the TV off. funny. They want to hear it. And then, and, and, and then an hour goes by. I'm like, awesome. So turn the TV off, go to sleep. And then all of a sudden they're back at it. I'm like, oh, and we're up. Must we're be up. nice to be young. Oh, oh my God. God. That's hysterical. They were going for it. And I was like, oh my God. And you can tell it was two guys because of the... They're beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, the, the <laughs> grunting and the noises, and there weren't no sounds of a girl in there, so only men. That's hysterical. But, but you know, which I, you know, whatever. But whatever floats your boat. But my God, does it need to be that loud? <laughs> Especially when you're in the room with your daughter. I was like, oh. It is but, pretty crazy, though, because Palm Springs, I mean, it really does have a reputation for being like the hotels are all wild. Yeah. They were having like a Coachella party yes. there during the day. 15,000 people in the pool with DJs going all oh, day. It's, I was like, a, oh, my God, it, get me it out is, of here. This is It hell. is a scene. I yeah. was there a couple years ago now to see Joey Castillo and Baxter's little guy, Cave, who's mm -hmm. Zach's and my godson. Right. And Sabbath and I went and. I got a hotel in Palm Springs and I had to keep shutting the curtains because what was going on down at the pool and next yeah, to us, like, Central. this is like, holy cow, like, what's going on? You know, it was like Vegas or whatever. I know. But it's yeah. outrageous. It is very adult. Yeah, very, <laughs> very adult. But I'm glad I went and, you know, got to spend some time with my mom and help her along. And then we did have time to grab dinner. And so Frankie and I went and met my girlfriend, Taryn Manning. Oh, nice. Who I'm still trying to get her to do the show because she'd be a, a hoot nanny. She lives out there. So okay. we, we went out to this restaurant, really good restaurant called, let me see if I get this right. I think it's called Workshop. Oh my God, I got it right. It's called The Workshop. And it's like really industrial looking decor. I love that. Yeah. And the food was really good. Really, really good. So we enjoyed that. And then, and then we came back, and it's been nothing but madness here because oh, we're too. on the we're on this like scramble. We're on this deadline. Oh, that's right the the bike build the bike build. So Frankie's 
Frankie's birthday is coming up on the 23rd, Thursday, which is next week. week. Yeah. And then a couple days after her birthday, a couple days after her birthday is the Born Free show that Gilby's been build, building this oh, bike right. for. So he's running out of time and he's been so busy and he's running out of time because, you know, parts take forever to come in. You know, everything is everything takes insanity. forever. And he's building a lot of the parts himself. Most of the parts he's building himself. Wow. But he had like the seat made and he had to have the motor worked on. And so he's been like just going crazy. So I'm just trying to support him in any which way yeah, I can. Yeah, you're just I'm like, trying to like stay out of his way and bring him food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hear. But it's getting exciting because the bike is starting to take shape. Yeah. And so I'm really excited for the Born Free show and for him to actually show his bike. And I don't know if I told you this, and I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this, but you know what? We'll tell Phil to take it out if I'm not allowed to. But we got a call from Etty and Perry and Gilby's going to be um, playing guitar for Porno for Pyros. He's going to replace not Dave. It's so exciting. Yeah. Very cool. So we are, he's, you know, in between all the bike building, he's rehearsing. Oh, of course. Because he has to learn all these Porno for Pyro songs. And I love them. Yeah. It's I mean, be so I, I fun. also love Etienne and Perry. Yeah. I, I love the whole group. So I, excited for I'm it. I'm a big fan of their music without before knowing them. Yeah. yeah. So I'm super excited because one of the shows that they're playing is they're going to play Lollapalooza in Chicago. Oh, oh, you get to go to Hades in August. Yep. It is the hottest. Randy and I were just talking about this because years ago, okay, because Chris Cornell has been gone for five years now. So it was years and years ago. Randy and I took Haley Ray and Jesse and their friends to go to Lollapalooza in Chicago because Soundgarden was playing and Jesse was desperate to see Soundgarden. He is like my 90s kid. He loves grunge era. I kind of brainwashed him and Haley Ray wanted to see Lady Gaga they were uh-huh. both headlining on different days and you know it's in Grant Park in Chicago it's fantastic I mean everything about it except the humidity and Chicago in right. August right. it's beyond I wicked. know we went there the year that Frankie played I remember so that that was just a couple played, years that was right before yeah, COVID wasn't right it right before COVID we went there and Frankie's band played Frankie and Studs and it Poured with rain oh, during her set. Well, that usually poured. relieves the, the yeah. humidity. That's yeah. usually a welcome sign. <laughs> yeah. So we is... were we were laughing because we were talking about we were just telling the story because my niece Michaela, Randy's daughter Michaela, just graduated high school. So we had a little get together for her for graduation, and we were talking about it because going for a little bit to Chicago, and I was saying, oh my God, you remember when we went to Lollapalooza? It had to be a hundred degrees each day that we were there and 99% humidity yeah. and we were just ducking out into stores just to get into the just AC the for five oh. minutes and it was that type of thing where your sunglasses would completely fog up it was right. that crazy yeah and the kids were at Coachella all I mean the Lollapalooza all day and we were just like shopping and just showing up for the headliners and a couple of other little bands there was a band XX that I love that we saw and stuff but Randy had never had and I actually hadn't either at the time deep dish Chicago pizza oh Kept hearing yum. about it and hearing about it hearing about it yeah so we're online for Gino's East right because everyone's like oh if you go our lawyers from Chicago and he's like you got to go to Gino's you got to go to Gino's so we're online and the line is like a hundred 
people deep. And usually, I mean, I'm a bit spoiled, but I'm used to tour managers, right? You know, giving a twenty bucks to the guy or forty yeah. bucks. Who yeah. knows? Today it's a hundred bucks to the guy at the door and bringing you. I right always in. say that actually, it's never as good when I go places on my own than when I go with Gilby because the extra treatment is so nice. Oh, I mean, come on, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, so right? Nice. So we are very privileged. Yeah. So. I said to Randy, I go, you know, if we were on tour, the tour manager would just be good. And she goes, I'll do it. So I gave Randy 40 bucks. <laughs> she went up to the dude and she's like, dude. And he totally took us. We went right ahead. It was like fast pass oh, at Disneyland. Everybody must have been pissed at you. And, oh, everyone wanted to kill us. Yeah. But we didn't care because we were like, oh, we're from California. We're two blondes. Whatever. <laughs> so we go and both of us. And she loves bread like you. Yeah. I'm not really a bread person. Both of us, though, like thin crust pizza. Uh-huh. So when it came and it's basically a soup bowl filled yeah. with tomato sauce, yeah. I was like, this is not our, this was not my deal. We are not big fans of oh, Chicago wow. pizza. I think we maybe were the only people, but not. not I got to tell you that D-Town pizza hits a spot for me. Really? Man, is that good. It is I, so good. I don't know. I like it when it's literally like a cracker. <laughs> I yeah. like when pizza's yeah. like as thin crust as possible. I, but like I grew up on the East stuff. Coast, so New yeah. York, New Jersey. Jersey. Actually, I think New Jersey has better pizza than New York. But I like like the Sicilian style, you know, like yeah, it's really square. thick. So it's still, but it's still yeah. more, it's still bread, more bread. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you uh, pizza references when I'm in <laughs> Italy for a month. Oh man, I'm so jealous. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. You are going to have the best time. Oh, and I'm so excited. Food. I mean, it is crazy because we used to, and you know, because you did the same thing, but basically school was out. Yeah. And then the whole house and the kids, we all packed up yeah. and we went on Ozfest all summer, you yeah. know, or whatever, tour. Yeah. I haven't done that in a really long time and then COVID, but I have never done that with Sabbath where it's been like the whole summer. Yeah. And so trying to get, you know, and obviously we have to have people at the house and we'll have, you know, everything sorted out, but it's a lot lot to do. It's a lot of work to go out of town, especially for that long. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it's just busy. So it's amazing how we've like, as we get older, our lives are more and more complicated. Yes. You know, you put the dogs and the kids and the house and the careers, and there's so much to juggle just to try to go on vacation. You need a vacation from your fucking vacation. Right. <laughs> it all took so much out of you. So I don't know. I'm really excited about going to Allah. And then I think he's only doing three or four shows. He's right. just, he's just sitting in for, for Dave until Dave gets back. It's funny because while we're on the subject of concerts, we went and saw last weekend, Gilby and I drove down to the Glen Helen Parkway. Have you ever been there? No. It's really far. It's a venue that's out where they do, I feel like it's past oh, Pomona is, and wait, all is that. Wait, that where, is that? They've had like, I Stanford. think they've had Ozfest, Ozfest there. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I have been there. Yeah. They changed the name yeah. again. It was the Verizon or the T-Mobile. I don't know. It's a horrible it went, venue. It I really don't like Glenn it. It used to be Glen Helen and then they changed it and then now maybe they're back to calling it it's that again. It's called the Glen Helen Parkway. I, yes, I have been there. Excuse me. I've been there with yeah, Ozzy a couple I, times. You have because Gilby said he, last time he was there, he saw yes, Ozzy. Yes. So was for Ozfest. So they always have like the Renaissance Fair there and stuff like that. But anyway, it's, it's a, a, a fairly big venue. And oh, my God, we went to go see Chris Stapleton and Dwight Yoakam was opening for him. Oh, wow. And we're not like, you know, super into country. No. But, but we've seen Dwight play a few times and he's just so amazing. And he was opening for Chris and who's so talented. Right. That we thought, yeah, let's check it out. And one of our friends works for Dwight and invited us. So we went. 
thank God we took the motorcycle because it was a freaking nightmare. Oh, traffic was in, so backed up. It's terrible. It's horrible. It is. We had friends that said it took them three hours to get in there. I know. To get to inside the venue. I know. And then once you get in, they throw you back and forth. You have to park here and then you got to drive. Uh, I mean, then you got to walk for miles yep. to Will Call to go get your tickets. And then you got to walk onto the other side to get it's in. It's hideous. Yes, horrible. I know exactly. Of course I've horrible. been there. Yeah. And they really need to sort it out. Like on, they, they have to get more organized because you know what? It was sold out. There were 35,000 people there and they were not prepared prepared for that many people no hotter than it was really hot it's wicked but we were lucky because thank goodness we took the bike so we breezed in and out oh but our friends had such a hard time and they missed the opening act which was dwight yokum um wow and he was great he was great but anyways on the ride home you know gilby and i have we have these like little headsets and we speak right. to each other so I said to him, what are the, some of the most memorable shows that you've been to? Because we've seen everyone play at this point. I couldn't possibly name all the bands we've gone to see play. Right. And I was trying to think of like my top 10 or my top five. Yeah. And it's hard to think about that. Like, who's been the most memorable? Do you have like a top five of your most memorable shows? Well, it's shows? interesting because... Besides Ozzy and Guns, because one of the we're best, exposed to that One of the best <laughs> concerts that I've ever seen that was like a major highlight for me, and actually Zach too, was Audio Slave. We saw them when the very yeah. first tour, the very first time. Like, I had the record months before it came out, uh -huh. and I knew every song, and Ozzy had played. It was interesting. Kiss played the joint in Vegas, then Ozzy played, and then... Audio slave played, so we stayed afterward, and it was back when Robert Trio was playing with Ozzy. So it was a while ago because he's been playing with Metallica forever, and we stayed, and it was literally one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. Wow. So I can, and so funny because I always say to Zach, what the probably the worst concert I ever saw in my life was one time seeing Soundgarden, and the best concert I ever saw in my life wow. was, was Audio Slave. That's funny. Um, I love that band. But I mean, there have been many Alice in Chains shows that have been like off the charts for me. Of course, Ozzy, like you're saying, not Ozzy. Yeah, so yeah. I have to think of other ones. But I, the Audio Slave is definitely stands out. Gilby's. It's funny because one of Gilby's favorites is Kiss. You mentioned Kiss. And he said he saw Kiss like, you know, in the early 70s when he was 14. And right. he said it blew his mind. And, and then he said Kid Rock. At Sturgis blew his mind. Wow. He said he was amazing. Interesting. He said he was amazing. Interesting. But for me, some of my most memorable ones was I saw, I don't know if I told you this, but I saw Macy Gray open up for David Bowie at years ago. And That's we sat like crazy. Crazy. And it was at the El Rey. So it was really intimate, really small. Those of you who don't live in LA or are listening, the El Rey is a really small theater here um, in Los Angeles. And it's very intimate. Mm -hmm. So we sat in the front row and Bowie was so happy that night. And he told mm. every story to every song on how he wrote it. I love and that. It was like we were sitting in his living room and just listening to him talk. It was the most. I loved I that love show. I love that too. I loved that show. I was so happy. And then my other favorite show was also Kiss. When we saw Kiss play at the Whiskey. 
um, oh, right. not too long ago. I remember ago, that. A when they years ran ago. across Sunset Boulevard in their outfits and big platform boots to get into the whiskey because they couldn't go down the backstage narrow um, walkway because yeah, they because don't they, fit because their no, costumes, their costumes are, so, are big. so wide. So they had That's to come hysterical. in from across Sunset Boulevard in their outfits. That's hysterical. I mean, how fucking iconic is that? And then Amazing. walk onto stage at the whiskey and that was also intimate. So I really like all these intimate shows that yeah, I've gotten to see. Yeah. And then another really great show that I felt so lucky to see was Prince right huh. before he passed away. He played at the Palladium. I it was know. a surprise surprise show at the Palladium. Nobody it was a secret show. Nobody knew about it. And he played at the Palladium. There was nobody there. Maybe about maybe about 150 people mm, came. Amazing. No one knew about it. And we had such a good time. I went with Allison Burns. Oh, right. She somehow had found out about it and told me. And her and I came home early from work. Slid into my low-rise jeans and went straight to the show at the Palladium. Incredible! And he played for hours and again told stories and he was having fun and he was really personable with everyone and it was a blast. And then my other favorite was Michael Jackson. Was seeing Michael Jackson playing? I never saw him live. Madonna was another one for me. I'm sitting here thinking Madonna. I seen Madonna. I've never seen Madonna play. She was incredible. I've never seen Madonna play. That's the one show I haven't seen. I saw her at Madison Square Garden did the Rebel Heart tour, and it was fantastic. Wow. She had all the Cirque du Soleil. Oh, I um, bet she puts on the most amazing aerial shows. Aerial artists and Amy, uh, what's the comedian? Oh, I love her. She's so naughty. Amy Schumer? Yes. She yeah. opened up for Madonna. Oh, and she was awesome. So it was yeah. incredible. Yeah. That was a good one. And seeing the original Black Sabbath play was a real yeah. major highlight. The first time they played... I went with Jesse when they played Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Not the second time, but the first time was incredible. I don't know. I For me, think... also the Stones. We yes. went and saw the Stones play, and that was amazing. Years, the years Stones, and years ago. The Stones show that I saw was the one where GNR opened up for them. Yes. In Living Color opened yeah. first, and then yeah. uh, Living Color, then GNR, and then yes. the Stones. Yeah. And that was incredible. Yeah. Was that um, at the Hollywood Bowl? No, or? it was at LA Coliseum, I think. Was that oh, yeah, the, yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I never that remember anything. That was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Those are some, inc- those are some of my favorite shows. Yeah, me too. Those are some of my favorite ones. Yeah. But it's crazy. Like when you think about like how many bands we've seen. Oh, I know. Oh, a blast from your past. You know who just played last night? Who? At the Hollywood Bowl was Rod Stewart and Cheap Trick. You know, I saw a bunch of people talking about going to see that show. Uh uh, Uh-huh. Because I've barely been on social media lately. I've been so busy. And I saw some people posting that they were going to the show. And I was like, oh, my God. Rod, when I worked for him, played the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, I saw the Hollywood Bowl lots of times. Phenomenal so live show. Phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal, so great. phenomenal. I wonder how good he was now because I've heard he's had some like vocal issues. Yeah. Well, when I worked w- in his office, he had shortly thereafter was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. He had his thyroid yes, removed that's years right. ago. That's right. But I mean, you know what? He had COVID. The songs really are bad. still great. I laughed because that grumpy old Elvis Costello, such a miserable human. Oh, but um, I love his music. Oh, I, mm. He you don't was like going, his music? I love yeah. his music so much. <laughs> he was going off about Rod on this tour uh, uh-huh. and saying like, Oh, it's your loyalty what's your, coming what's out. Your, That's what's what it your is. problem? Like what happened to your voice or whatever? Yeah. And Rod goes, you know, my voice was a little rough. I was just reading this the other day because they were talking about famous feuds between artists. And this 
this just happened? And Rod said, yeah, my voice was a little rough. I'm just getting over COVID and I was quite sick. Yeah. I tried to give it my all and I apologize yeah. if it, and he said, but you know, Elvis, what's happened to your hair? And I Ooh. thought that was fantastic. <laughs> Yikes. I was like, good for you, Rod. <laughs> wow. Because Rod really has, I mean, a work ethic, like yeah. no one's business. Yeah. And yeah. that man is just yeah. the charisma. It's so amazing how you and I never ran into each other at those shows. I can't even I've believe been to it. like 20 Rod Stewart shows. I, it's More. shocking. Yeah. It's so crazy. I mean, I was working that one. I, yeah. I was still working in the office then so we didn't the the men you know them well because they managed Gilby for a minute yes but the guys who manage Rod Stewart they were not I mean they were not the easiest people to work for you you had to like you were, I was working my ass off oh yeah so, oh yeah yeah well, I think we've been yabbering quite a bit. Maybe yes, is it time for Barb's bag of tricks? Sure, I've got a, I've got anything? a bag of tricks. I've got what's going on in kind there? Of a heavy bag of tricks because uh, I love your phone cover that it says "Honest AF." I need to get one of those. Yes, it's very good. Although it's starting so to wear cute. off, I'm gonna have to get another. Hey, one. did you see that I did a little giveaway on Instagram? No, I told you I've been I, so naughty on. Oh, on I posted social um, media. a picture of our Honest AF T-shirt, and I was oh. like, "Who wants one? First two people that want one will get it." So oh, good. A couple of our listeners, awesome. Virginia. I love who listens to Virginia all of our shows. Amazing. She's so sweet. So I'm going to send her out a t-shirt. She's, got a she's awesome. Oh, you know, the other night and Gilby played at the House of Blues in Anaheim. Right. A, couple, a, a really cute couple came up to me and said that they listened to the show. Oh, that's great. So it was really fun. That's yeah. cool. I love when that happens. I do too. It's so it's fun. It's been really fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I don't exactly know how to say this, and I meant to look it up. It's in German, so I really wish I should have asked our business manager because she's from Germany and flew You could have asked Tenny. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, Tenny, and then also our tour manager, Frank. Do you know how it's... Let me see what it's this a, says. It's a pretty famous line that's... Well, I would need to see the... It's K-J-E-R-K. Kjer Wies or Wies, I don't know. My husband. beautiful eye bomb. Oh, that's what I okay, need. Okay, so that's I for need you. Some eye bomb. That's Are you for shitting you. me? I was just. Okay. I literally just texted Lisa and I go, "We need to go to Nima's. I need eye my eye cream. I'm out. This stuff is so gorgeous. Oh, okay, so awesome. It intrigued me when I read about it. It looks like a little Cartier it. box, doesn't it? I, I mean, their packaging is it's so incredible. Cute. It's so pretty. It took a while to come. Uh huh. And it is so cool. So How I do was we intrigued because it, it I, I I think the K it. It's KW. Tenny, we need your help. Vis, I think. I think it's the W is pronounced V. My husband is German. You'd think I would know. But so I was so intrigued because I had Maybe never heard. Maybe the K heard. silent. Maybe it's Jarvis. I don't know. It, that sounds f French. Yeah, I think I it's know. a little bit more harsh, but who knows? Someone please tell us how to say this or yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. <laughs> While we so, butcher this poor product. I know. Because honestly, this line deserves better because it's stunning and the packaging is fabulous so and cute it really does look like you're getting okay. a piece of cartier jewelry okay so ooh, it intrigued me because it's called an eye bomb and yeah. i had never heard of a bomb before i was like i wonder what the whole premise is and it's so cool because it literally is like a much more it's it's kind of like a cocoa butter yeah, feeling. Yeah, it's like emollient. Or, yeah. Yes, yeah. Or, or like a or like a Vaseline or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's it's truly a bomb, and it's for under your eyes, around your eyes, and your lips. 
Oh, you put and it on your lips or you around put your it lips? on your lips. Oh, it's like lovely, and it is so fantastic. It makes your under eye area so supple. You can put makeup on afterwards, and it doesn't bleed everywhere. And I, I was a little worried because I thought, oh, when I put it on, maybe I'm going to have to be a little rough because it's pretty rich and it's yeah. pretty dense. This stuff is phenomenal. And if you put it on your eyelids, which uh-huh. it's safe to do, it looks gorgeous. It's so I am How did you crazy find this? about this product. I read on Who, What, Where. Oh. One of the dermatologists said that she was, they, they had asked a group of dermatologists what their favorite under eye cream or serum oh, was. Nice. And one of the dermatologists mentioned this. And they said it was such an interesting product because it really gives a barrier between your very fragile eye skin and, you know, the elements and but it's not it's so interesting because you would think it would be cakey or it's gorgeous it makes them look sparkly it really nourishes but it's not greasy and I put it on my lips too and it feels amazing it is literally like cures your skin that's awesome and like I said I really needed to go get something. It took a half a minute to perfect. come. Oh, and actually it's Bon Pour Le Year. So it is in French. So maybe you're right. Maybe it is Je Vise. So we, maybe it is French, but it came from Germany and it looks like it's a German product. I don't know. And I'm very sorry. I will find out about it, but it is fantastic. And then, because of course, when I was on the website to order it, I'm like, okay, what else do they have? And oh, wait, was it expensive? It wasn't crazy, but it took a while to come. I have to look and I'll post it. I think it was middle range. I think it was like 60 bucks. Yeah. yeah. But it's going to last a long time. Yeah, and that's not that bad considering like creme, what is it? There is like $300. Craziness. Yeah. I mean, in that other one that we love, the Clou de Peau, which is probably very expensive. It's expensive. But that also lasts a very, very long time. But what's so cool about this is it's almost like you get like a lip mask as well. Yeah, it's nice. You know, you just use whatever you have left. Left over on your fingers and put it in your mouth. Yeah. But I also bought this stuff from them called the beautiful primer and it's just this gorgeous primer that you use before you put on your tinted moisturizer or um, foundation or even sunblock and it's so lovely it's it doesn't it just gives you like this beautiful radiance yeah, it's nice. and it makes everything go on go nicer. on easier yeah it's, this these very products nice. are fantastic so. very nice and it's again you have to order it on their website uh-huh. it's k-j-a-e-r-w-e-i-s.com oh i love it and it took half a minute because it's you know it's international everything's a little slow but yeah. it's phenomenal i oh, am lovely and i mean look at i mean the packaging is like it's off, even so for this, pretty it's like yeah off the charts yeah it's very pretty packaging they've spent a fortune on these boxes i know it's you I'm know so- i gotta tell you something i used to work with the beauty brand and i consulted for a beauty brand for a while and i was really quite shocked at how much money these brands spend on packaging i know the product itself is actually so inexpensive to make 
It is the packaging that you're paying for. It's unreal. And, you know, some products, if they if they're active, they have to be in certain colored glass or they have to be in glass and not plastic. Yeah, because, you know, vitamin C's, for instance, they get light and they don't work. They have to be in a dark bottle or like that's why uh, SkinCeuticals is in that dark brown bottle or even and I don't know for a fact that Augustinus Bader uses that dark gorgeous cobalt blue for a a reason but I do feel like it keeps it you know it's not being exposed to the sun or the light and that Augustinus Bader I feel like is like the Rolls Royce of skincare and you know what it is I mean if you join up for their points of course I'm on like the highest tier of course but I have the subscription I just got a ton of travel size of all of my favorites how perfect is that and it was like, I don't know, I ordered a lot. It was like 500 and some odd dollars. But I had to pay 92 cents because I had so many points. And they give you dollar value for your points and you just apply it to... They oh, that's let you awesome. use they, they don't make you use like only 5 or $10. You could use your whole points. Yeah. I spent 91 cents, I think, was my credit card uh, well you must have felt like a real i know um, i'm 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 saver. on the highest tier whatever it is <laughs> you must but, have felt uh, very frugal and very proud of yourself i i know i thought <laughs> i'm gonna for sure get a call from the credit card company going is this fraud was this purposeful you know oh my but god anyway so i highly recommend um, this eye bomb i've been using it for a couple of weeks to check it out before i brought it to you into honest af and it's great i love it it's so awesome. I'm so glad. Thank you. Now you saved me a trip. I don't have to go and, and get any And this will eye last stuff. a very long time because you only need the tiniest amount. Yeah. It, it does feel like cocoa butter almost, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is, but it's magic. It's lovely. Well, I think that should do it for this episode of Honest AF. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have any products or subject matters that you'd like us to discuss, hit us up on our socials. Honest AF Show is our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. HonestAFShow.com is our website. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye, everybody. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know We are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.